0: All right, roll the credits. Showdown in Salem Square.
1: Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's the Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com. That's with the number two. And you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening.
0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Take Two Radio Soaps. I am Anthony Corona, and tonight I am taking over for David as our ship's captain or our leader of the alien crew, depending on how you want to look at it.
2: David is here,
0: but he's slightly under the weather, so he's going to conserve his voice for all the salient points that he plans to make this evening. We're also joined, as usual, by the lovely, and Candelicious Candy.
3: Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello.
0: <laughs> we are joined by Casey
3: Stephen Hutchinson, who is a
0: soap
4: guru in his own right. Oh. Uh, well, thank you. And I'm happy that you are steering the fancy face into good waters tonight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and,
4: of course, we have our queen, our
0: Marlena Evans, our Maggie Kiriakis. Please say hello to Carolyn. Well, actually, Carolyn, you please say hello to our listeners.
1: <laughs> hello, hello, everyone. The,
0: the green, you know, <laughs> So I want to start with a public service announcement. We did have a guest that was scheduled tonight, but due to last minute weather conflict, et cetera, et cetera, he will be joining us on a special February 7th show. Um, so we are all up tonight. I also want to remind our listeners to go to Take Two Radio at Facebook and look at the wonderful recaps for so many wonderful shows and enjoy our community. Guys. So, how's everyone going before we jump into it? How's everyone going?
3: Good. Doing well. I'm great, considering the fact that Walt Willie Made some comments oh. <laughs> regarding my my illness, but that's Shoot. okay. Oh. It is okay because laughter is the best medicine. So yeah, mm-hmm.
0: laughter yeah. is the best medicine. And he plans he 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 wanted to well you up with as much laughter as he possibly could. <laughs> Girl, if he could have sent it. you a phone spank, he would have been. He <laughs> had you bent over his knee. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing It'll be good It'll be good
0: well, <sighs> Listeners, if you missed that show That was our last show Go to iHeartRadio Go to Blog Talk um, Or go to our main page And it was definitely an interview That was so It was all over the place Walt is the only leftover Hippie, flower child, actor Wonderful, intelligent man Go check it out
3: before yeah, hours,
0: especially... Yeah, no, God ahead, Candace.
3: No, I said especially if you want a really good laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> this
3: whole. I mean, you, honestly... took like <laughs> you took it like a trooper. You took it like a trooper. Yeah, I took, I took, I took it. Yeah, I did after listening to it. Yep.
0: There's something about the chemistry between all of us that brings our guests out of their shells. I mean, what is usually built as a half-hour interview very often turns into an hour-plus. So, you know, go go check out some of our past shows and and, uh, get a gander. Before we dive into the actual recaps, um, we are very famous, this show, for promoting positive versus negative feedback, not bashing specific actors or specific executives or specific... Um, you know, directions that the shows that we love may or may not be taken. And this week, it's extremely important for me and and this crew to remind you um, that all the positive feedback that you can offer, especially to our CBS shows, is 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 imperative. CBS is ordering a huge review of marketing and viewership for their daytime lineup. Not only the soaps, it includes it includes the talk shows, Judge Judy, which we know that she ain't going nowhere. Um, right. I mean just we don't want four hours of Judge Judy, so I mean I, I don't know that I would mind it on another channel, but not get rid of my my, my, my my Y and R and, and big. So yeah. it's very important in the next in the next couple of weeks that if you guys have something to say, you say it positively. Um if you go to my blog you can find direct email addresses for executives at all four networks. Um, send some emails to CBS and let them know that even though it's been some rough waters, you're still there. You're still with your show or shows. Um, having said that, I'm going to pass it along to Candace. I know that she's very passionate about her Y&R and getting uh, some passion going for B&B.
3: Yeah, Candice, can you add so anything here? Yeah, so basically, here's the thing. We all know that 2018 was not the best, and it wasn't exactly the worst year for Young and the Russells. We all know that. Um, if you follow a lot of people, a lot of people had a lot of things to say about it. CBS, if you go to cbs.com slash daytime, there is a survey for Young and the Restless fans only for right now. I'm pretty sure Bone and Beautiful will be having one pretty soon. But this is key, and I know a lot of people have said this, is that why should we do the survey, they don't listen to us? I'm going to tell you something. In the recent months, take a look at NBC and Days, okay? Oh, yeah. There's been lots of fans who have been very patient and very happy with what Days has accomplished, okay? Now, keep in mind, Sony also owns Young and the Rockets as well as Days of Our Lives, so your voice does count. You need to let them know because there's going to be some changes coming. Some good, some bad, some unexpected. But let them know what you like, why you still are a Young and the Rockless fan, why you're a ride or die, you know, CBS fan. Um, You know, in the last couple of weeks, too, there's been a lot of negativity towards the actors. I don't think we have to go down this road, but I'm going to just say it. It's 2019. Grow up. Y'all know yeah. that these people play characters on TV. Once again, let me tell y'all they play characters on TV. And as Bill and Susan Hayes love y'all, they posted something that said a little secret: that some of these actors can't dictate. You know, let the writers know what they want. In other words, <laughs> don't blame the actors for a lot of this. Okay, <laughs> you know
0: Rem- they're only doing exactly. a job.
3: Remember they're Joey Tribbiani.
0: Remember Joey yes. Tribbiani and the elevator shaft. Yes. Before, I throw it, yes. before I throw it to David and Casey, I also want to say real quick, I'm, I meant to say it and forgot, there are a lot of rumors out there right now that CBS has, has hired a certain head writer to drive the soap, in, to, to end the soap. And that is uncategorically untrue. The is not canceled. It is not on the chopping block today, tomorrow, or next week. However, next month is another story. The survey is there. The email links are there. Go and exercise your power and let them know that if they take our souls off, that network is dead to us. We all claimed we were going to do it with ABC, and a good number of us did, but not enough of us did. And we only have four shows left. David, what do you have to say about this issue?
2: Thank you.
0: All right, Casey, what about you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Okay.
4: clears throat> I just have to build off of what Candace said. <laughs> and there is a way to still critique the show and be positive. Because here's the thing. We do need to critique these shows. we mm-hmm. Because if you don't, then they don't get better. And that is the truth. But you don't need to attack an actor unless it's Charity Rainer on your screen or Vivian Sabani on your screen (laughs) that you don't need to attack an actor because at the end of the day, these people are just cashing a check, okay? Um, Mm -hmm. Tasha Cowell who plays Lola, she's just cashing a check like a teacher at the industry. Everybody cashes a check. Now, you know, like I said, you can critique positively, and I think that's what we all should do. You know, take a note, uh, notes in depth with, uh, with Richard. Um, he always critiques the shows, but on a positive note. You know, he's like, oh, I didn't like how fast the GH opening moved, but I liked the brighter colors. You know, there you go. That is a positive critique. And that's what we need to do all of daytime, because if we don't, then the fans at the end of the day will only have their to blame when these shows get axed. And
0: yeah. And I want to give our to listeners a, a couple of stead-solid um, stead examples of how these executives and how these networks, how these showrunners are paying attention to us. Uh, when the actor, I've got him, Blanking on his name, the actor who plays Hank now, or Shiloh, or whoever he's going to be tomorrow,
3: um, mm-hmm.
0: when he got as much buzz as he got um, when he was done at y quote, direct from Nathan Varney, who I have a serious love-hate relationship with, but Nathan, you know, I love you. Um, you know, um, quote, directly from his mouth, when they noticed the buzz, they approached him, and they scooped him up. As well, I participated in a survey, uh, a focus group, for Aiden's storyline. And where they initially were going to um, can the issue of him may or may not having um, sexual orientation issues and or transgender issues, they're now going full force with that storyline. Dash General Hospital, Days of Our Lives, um, they listened very, very strongly to the doppelgangers um, all the criticism that was being flown around the internet, our show itself, and some other shows, and they wrapped up the, those storylines pretty quickly in favor of some other ideas that were getting more popularity. There, there's so many examples, but these are these are three that are hard and fast and can visibly be pointed to. You can literally see the progression of of these and our voices count.
3: Um, mm-hmm.
1: Carolyn, honey. Hello.
0: <laughs> <I know. laughs> you always have something interesting to say about positive and negative feedback. Oh
1: uh, well, you know I'm totally against bullying, and they're still going after um, so many actors. Oh, it's, it's horrible. I just I want to keep it. I keep it as positive as I can. They're they're all playing a part, and the more that people hate them, I say the better the actor they are. So. Uh, you know, but, you know, people, you know, our fans have to get in there and and just say their piece and keep those trolls out of <laughs> out of our feeds. Yeah. Can...
4: <laughs> well, you know, well, I also want to build off real quick of what Car- um, Carolyn said, but this time I want to talk about couples and who people <laughs> ship on Twitter and all that stuff. Oh, Lord, yes. Casey. Uh, yeah. No, now I'm the thick waters. Here we go. Okay. Peace. Stop it, okay, because to me, it's getting real stupid to pack another couple somebody loves or I see these long threads about people are like, well, you know, Sam's um, a whore and a uh, bad person goes back to Jason and doesn't say what drew and vice versa. Here's the thing. These are fictional characters. Yes, they are dear to our hearts. Uh, Sam feels like my aunt that I only talk to at the family reunion. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, these are fictional characters. And you all don't need to spend your whole entire life Creating an eighty-six post thread on the Twitter attacking somebody you don't even know the real name to, because they log in as Gambit twenty eight fifty seven. So right, just attacking, and because it's going to take up your whole life, and it doesn't make the shows fun for anybody. No, we're not Yeah. And it
0: actually, it actually gives the executives ammunition when they go into these focus meetings and these, you know, surveys that they're conducting and so on and so forth. One of the biggest, one of the biggest reasons that were cited for all my children and one life to live, was that the community, quote unquote, at the time was so divided on whether or not the show was good, the acting was good, blah 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 blah. And what I got to say is that was complete and utter manure that had been shoveled out of the barn and that had been sitting there for days in 90-degree <laughs> weather. Because One Life to Live, the last year and a half, had better ratings than they had in the last 20 years. And the show, storylines, acting, those last three months, literally, I think those actors walked out of the studio in tears every day. They, <laughs> They brought everything they had to that show. <laughs> It, it was Alex. us that that helped them that helped them push in, push those shows right off the air. Um, uh-huh. I think it can be said for Guiding Light as well. You know, they yeah, took yeah, the negative like... fan feedback for Guiding Light and use that as a banner call too. It's run its course. It's been here for. It's this, it's it's so <laughs> far past its staple point. You know, and they they banner calls it using fans. Feedback, and that's you know, think about it. Do you want to go to bed at night thinking that you helped put three, four hundred people out of work? You put the axe to what could be another five, ten years of an amazing show.
4: And well, hey. here's the thing: if, in my opinion, if you critique with of intention, then the right things will happen. Okay. We know we'll get wrong colabardi at date. But if you don't then they're gonna hire Dina Higgs to wrap up that show in six months. That's yeah. what we get.
0: Yep. Yeah.
3: I mean it's it's crazy. Oh, go ahead. Not that Kanda. Okay. No, I was gonna say that I was there when One Life to Live when they did when they taped their final episode. I was there outside the studio in New York. And it was just a random thing. Me and my friends were just there. And I remember the young uh, actor who played Roxton, Gigi's son. Um, can't think of his name right now. And I remember him coming out to seeing all of us in tears, <laughs> crying. Cassie the Piva was, we were singing the theme song, The One Like to Live, and she broke down and cried. When you think about, again, you know, in the last couple of years, you know, 10, it's hard to believe 10 years ago in September would be the, the series finale of Gone Light, which turns 82 next week. You know, the longest-running soap is gone. And they told so many stories. But, quote, unquote, they used a lot of lies, a lot of things were said and, and done. But Gone Light, the last couple of months, they turned it around. They brought back Philip Spaulding. Edmund, you know, they kinda gave us the only love finale, even though y'all know Goodwell that ain't true. Okay, if you watch y'all like, yeah now. As well turns, you know, all my children want like like these shows should still be on. And it pains me, I'm pretty sure if you guys follow me, I have posted, you know, the ten year challenge. Y'all know y'all y'all seen that, right? And I uh-huh. I posted from two thousand and nine. We had one life, all my children, gone like, as wall turns in the final, and the four soaps currently on, versus now. And one follower has said, that is the saddest crap I've ever seen. I have to, you know, bleep myself because that, you know, she said something else. She said it's the saddest crap that she's ever seen because it's like, you know, it's one of those things where as a fan, of course you want to, be negative and you want to be positive and then you have the fan bases you know where everybody tear each other apart you know then they tag the actors and and here's the thing we're getting ready to go into fan event season yep okay i mean here's the thing general hospital is already they've been doing a lot okay and you know young and russles are going to have emboldened days and here's the thing executive producers are going to them Frank Valentine was at the one last weekend, and I'm pretty Come sure. Honey. Hopefully, oh, Frank Valentini no. is all going to
4: be out of hand of it because he just wants his picture taken. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. but
3: here's the thing: I'm going to be honest about it. When you see the executive producers, this is your time. Do it, yes. and, and this is what I'm saying: do it with respect. Go up and say, "Hey, Mr. Valentine, hi. Been a fan of General Hospital for such a long time." have some concerns, though. I really want to talk to you about it. There's some positive and there's some negatives. Like, don't go up to them and say, you know what? Jason and Sam should be together, not Sam and Drew. I don't know why. Such and such. Is. Don't do that because it's a bad look on us as <laughs> Even if You know what I'm saying? Well, and the same thing for Young and the Rustless fans, too. I mean, just be civil daytime fans. We have work to do. We have work to do. If you want this genre to survive, the television side of it, because digital drama, you're good. But the TV genre, it needs to get a kick, and who better than us, right? We've been watching for a long time since we were born. We probably was conceived when the shows were on. Exactly. I the
0: all
3: about it
0: was, it was brought up in another podcast show. Um, that I won't mention, but Frank Valentini uh, gifted an interview a couple of months ago. Um, and the topic had come to, if, God forbid, GH were ever to leave, you know, the network canvas, would it be brought back somewhere else? And he made a very salient point that I absolutely, I, I, it was so well stated he said, take a look at Passions. I'm not even going to discuss One Life to Live and All My Children. He said, take a look at Passions. It had a tremendous fan following. It had all the ingredients to go to direct TV and, and take, at that point, it would have created, opened, and blown the market out of the water. There weren't a lot of digital dramas at that point. In fact, I think there were maybe two or three. Um, Mm -hmm. take a look at Passion. Mm -hmm. He said, with the way we produce, there is absolutely no way that this show could survive anywhere but on a network. And that basically stands for (laughs) three of our four soaps. The only one that would survive is Bold and the Beautiful because it has a worldwide
3: audience. So, could
2: be sold
3: as a nighttime show. Yep. And quite honestly, Bold and Beautiful yeah.
4: could easily um an Amazon Prime original after it gets axed on television. I mean, mm-hmm. Bold and Beautiful could literally just go to Amazon right there. And I say Amazon because, you know, of the deal they leaked Inc, to put those episodes from 2015 on there. So I can totally see Bold and Beautiful on Amazon.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm, it's
1: on there.
0: All right, guys, so we're going to wrap this portion of the conversation up, but I just want to state back to what Candace said earlier, what I said earlier. There are links available both on CBS itself, on my blog. I'm sure Candace has them out there somewhere. We're going to post them. Um, please send some Please send some negative uh, – uh, no negative, I'm sorry, no negative reinforcing feedback to CBS right now because in the, next, in the next couple of weeks, they're going to be making some decisions, and we don't want make mm-hmm. do decisions that are going to affect us for the rest of our lives. I remember so saliently how so many people were crying out, how could they have done this over the, the two ABC axings? I remember hearing it for Guiding Light as well. I wasn't as big of an as the World Turn fans at the time that it left, Like, how could this have happened?
3: How it happened
0: is we didn't do our jobs as soap fans. And that's the God's honest truth. And I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad, but we have, we have the power to save our shows. All righty.
3: Yeah, now you got to uh, make me yeah, sit, and have, Remember we about we... Gone Lightning as well, Times again. Hold on. <laughs> about to cry. Right, Hold let's, on.
4: Wipe, <laughs> let's wipe our tears and let's get to discussing our shows, girl. <laughs> well, real quick, Carolyn, I
0: think Carolyn had a point she wanted to make.
1: We have far more power today than 10 years ago because we have all the social media. We Absolutely. These, yeah. Yes. Right. all these you know, sure, passionate people. They've got to get on everything, everything. So and, you know, my grandmother,
0: always, my grandmother always said, it takes 22 muscles to smile. It takes 56 to frown. If you look at it in the social media-wise, 22 people will remember the positive thing that you said. 56 people will remember the negative. Yeah.
3: <laughs> All, right. All right.
4: Well, since we got our queen talking. We took our
0: listeners to church. Since we have our queen talking, let's go right into our queen's favorite show. Yeah. This is our Days of Our Lives Spotlight. Dun, dun, dun.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Carolyn, I'm going to throw it to you first. What is tickling your consoles, for lack of oh, I can't say what <laughs> I want to say on air, about these right now? Oh, dear God.
1: Oh, well, I was going to leave it to you, uh, Anthony. <laughs> oh, I got oh, a lot to, to say. I got yeah, a lot I'm to sure. say, but go ahead, girl. So what so did the fans about Zander and the banana this week. Mm. <laughs> oh, God
0: have mercy, get
1: me the snow and salt. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> did everyone almost
3: drop to the floor? <laughs> I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Here's the thing. The
2: only person that <laughs> dropped to the floor was Xander.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 still, look, I, I can't, first and foremost, I gotta give credit where credit due with Paul and Greg Rickard. I gotta give it to to them because they made that scene too much for me. Like, that was, like, must-see right there. That was the must-see scene of the week. And <laughs> is, you, can, you know what? You can tell Greg Rickhart is having the time of his life with this. Okay. Like, he's yeah. it's just, it's just, it's, like, it's like, okay, wait, this is Days of Our Lives. This is the same yeah. show that brought us Doug and Julie and, you know, and 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 you know the, the Hortons and everything the feel good so hey, now we're into this and I'm just loving it and I oh my god I'm filling up Xander Days
4: of Arms is just this sexually charged edge of your seat character driven soap opera and I am here for every single second of it. It is. Amazing and I cannot wait until Judith Chapman comes on as Diana Colville and I cannot wait to see her interactive with Greg Rickhard. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna fire.
0: You know, okay. So let let's call let's call a lucky spade a lucky spade. Days of our lives has historically been and is still, without a doubt, the most beautiful cast on on television. And I'm talking nighttime, mm-hmm. daytime, middle of the night, infomercial, QVC. These All Our Lives absolutely has the most beautiful cast. And they're known for that. That's, that's, that's what they've been for, for almost 50, going on 55 years now. Um, having said that, they have ramped up the love in the afternoon um, to borrow from another network. They've given us what we've been crying out for to all four, all four network, uh all four shows. You know, we want a little bit more, you know, steamy to go with our steamy cups of coffee. And they're, they're throwing it at us, and they're hitting it with every market. They're hitting, this, obviously, the older market. They're hitting the younger market. I mean, can we say, you know, Ben and Sierra, uh, how much talk that has generated? Yes, we're in a slump right at the moment, but fear not, they're not over. Um, and, and now I, I have to say, you know – this shocked me the last show we were on. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of the idea of gay for pay from, you know, a gay man's standpoint. But I think, that, I think that they're building towards something bigger. I'm, in fact, I'm sure of it. Um, oh, I geez, love the loop.
2: Big. Oh, yeah. I
0: love the loop that they throw us, um, you know, with him and Sarah. I love, 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 love. That they gave Sarah one of those moments that you hardly ever see on soaps, and it was, yeah, I'm a woman, and yeah, I can do what you men do, and oh. <laughs> you are not, you are not gonna make me feel like a whore for having what I wanted to have for the night. Good for days, good for Ron. I mean, Lindsay, you, you, you took it home. I'm, you know, I'm on the fence with uh you know with um how she's gonna fit into the rest of the Kansas but she just solidified her spot on the show for me. Um and I, hope and they and have to, I just have to be real ready. quick I just want to finish this thought. Greg this is this is what Greg Rickart had dreamed of playing his entire life. I've spoken to the man quite a few times. Um he um this is what he's always dreamed of playing and the boy has taken it to heights that no other show. No other show is brave enough. No other show is brave enough to put it to put it out there like that. And God bless Paul for playing it, playing it as with as much fun as he's playing it.
1: Mhm. Casey, I like the fact I like the fact that um, Days is real. They're keeping up with with the times and throwing all this at us, and I think it's great. That's what I like about it. It's real.
4: <laughs> There's literally every person on that show. There's every single person you encounter in the real world is on that show. You know, there are the lower class is back in Salem, which I'm so happy because for me, the show became a little too young and restless, wealthy over the years. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, so we've got our lower class struggling characters like Haley. Uh, we've got our um, LGBTQ plus community characters. We've got our um, older folk. We've got our middle-aged folk. We've got everything Yeah, our, threes-
1: and our, thre- and our threesomes and our twosomes. That's right. right. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here <laughs> in Florida, kids. So <laughs> I deal with this. <laughs> I deal with this. We every have day. our
4: <laughs> fellow Chinese Americans.
5: Um,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> God, that cracked I love Laura Kachin as Melinda. Oh my God, I'm so happy. Ron's ready for her. Yeah.
3: But you can tell with Ron. I've said this by the way. He celebrated two years of being head writer uh, the other day. So happy anniversary, Ron. Yes, he did. Here's the thing. Ron was one of the last graduates of the Agnes and I've said this, the Agnes Nixon School of Writing. So what we're seeing is what he has studied and now is applying to a show like Dave's. I've always said that Ron if Ron had gone out on his own, you know, before after One Life to Live was sadly taken away. Days of Our Lives was the perfect soap for him, because it's family, it's family based, and it has history. What you're seeing on Days is what soaps needs to be today. They're honoring the past, the present, and the future, and I love it. It's not no shock values.
2: Okay,
4: they're evolving. You know, Candace, that's like. You know, you're totally right. They're evolving. Well, days mm-hmm. is. Um Because i got to say, 2018, a lot of soaps, well, and by a lot of soaps, I mean General Hospital, Bold and Beautiful, Young and Restless, took giant steps back, and Days was the only one to take a giant step forward. You know, these shows have to evolve if they're going to survive. We can't keep telling the same Stories over and over and over again Yes Bold is doing that Baby paper which I'm loving Right now and we'll get to that soon But you know you have to Evolve with your storytelling And that exactly is why Days got that early Renewal and that is exactly why The ratings are going up Because they're evolving They're not telling the same old Same old stories
0: Yeah you, you know as, as soap fans, we have to remember, we're never going to get rid of the triangle. And quite frankly, you, uh, uh, six months after getting rid of the triangle, y'all are all going to be begging for it to come back.
2: It's involving
0: the triangle into, a, into something that's worth watching, that game has, has really, I want to say that they've done it with perfection, but they're just slightly under perfection. And thank God, because it gives them something to work towards. Um, you know, incorporating a another family, um, another culture group. They did it slowly. They did it without doing any kind of cultural stereotypes. It mm-hmm. In involved, they made us love or hate these the, the characters that are coming on for the right reasons. We dislike Melinda. Because we l- like Dr. Obrecht. it's a character that we really enjoy, like Ava, like um, Phyllis. It's a character that we enjoy hating. Um, it's a character that spices up the the airwaves. So kudos, 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 kudos. Um, mm-hmm. And the other three, I've said it, I've said it for like twenty-five shows running now. that, that you know, with you guys. The other three soaps need to daily. They need the alert. They need the reminder. They need somebody smacking them up the head with Mama's Sauce Spoon. But they need to sit in front of their television and take a look at Days of Our Lives for a consistent period of time and understand that this is working. This is what we are all rejoicing. Find your own groove of this kind of storytelling. I do think that the soaps sometimes have too many people on the canvas, and some stories get started and never finished. Um, they seems to have tried the best that they can to to you know to counteract that happening. They still haven't gotten perfection with that either. But of all uh, of all four shows, they're they're the best ones. They make the most use of of their cast. Um, and it's just so fun to watch. It's so damn fun to watch. David,
2: it is crazy.
3: I know he... Okay. No, oh, go, go ahead, David. God Oh no, I was gonna say it's funny because <laughs> any so fan remembers when NBC's president, y'all remember that guy, right? He had said that Days of Our Lives wasn't going to go past what 2009, 2010, and. You you said it when you have a, the right group of people to put the support to back that show up. Cause look, we all watched all the soaps growing up, right? And we all know that the joke was One Life to Live was always ABC's redheaded stepchild in the corner. We all remember them saying Days remember that? They was like, uh Days La Lives was like the thing that needed to go away because Lord knows it was just annoying. That's how it, it looked. And if you looked at the ratings back in Soap Opera digest and stuff like that. And when you had the president of the network that the show was on, say that I remember, Oh my God. I remember that on, on soapboards. boards. I remember people, this, this is before Facebook. This was when my space was out. And, yep. you know, like, you know, all of us was on probably the same message boards every single day. And it's yep. just, it's amazing to watch the Cinderella story. And I constantly say Days Our Alive is the Cinderella story of the four soaps because they got their act together. They're, actually, this is a gift to the longtime fans of the show. Who has been? I mean, look, we all survived the 90s on Days, right? We all survived it, right? All right, we survived the 50th anniversary of Days, right? I'm pretty sure we did. This is a thank you to the fans. This is yep. when you see Benéfier you see a little bit of Bo and Hope, right? Because they constantly have mm-hmm. that comparison. When you mm-hmm. see, um, oh gosh, when you see uh, John and Marlena, you just get the the when you see couples like John and Marlena. Let me let me just break this down for all though for the youngins out there. Casey, you listening? Because you're a youngin too. I'm <laughs> I, yes, you I know. Not, I know. So Here's period, the thing: girl. the soaps also are missing their iconic <laughs> couple.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: And boy, there's boy. only maybe two soaps. I'm gonna say two, maybe three. I'll give you three, okay? And when I say iconic. I'm not talking about forced to be on TV, okay? They're not forced, okay? When you look at Days of Our Lives, the first thing that comes to mind is Doug and Julie. Newsweek, magazine, anybody. Look it up, kids. Yeah. John and Marlena. Look it up, kids. Even though yeah. they're not there in on the show, Bo and Hope's spirit still lives on when you watch Ben and Sierra. Okay? Jack and Jennifer. And you got the newbies, Chad and Abby. Okay? And you got one coming. <laughs> Stuff on and Gabby. Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh, <hi>. oh, <laughs> I'm ready. But, you know, mm. Young and rustless, you got Victor and Nikki. Mm. You got Michael and Lauren. You have couples yeah. who stay together. Thing is, is that this is what I'm going to give it to Dave. We'll go back to Dave because we're talking about it. Their whole MO is super couples and the mention of them in current story. That's what you do, G.H. You go and you look to your show's past to bring out future stories for people. You don't have to always do do this and do that just to keep up with the times. Just look at your history. There's plenty Absolutely. of stories to be told.
0: Absolutely.
3: So, you, you know. That's all the show's <laughs>
0: there is there is such a parallel between Ben and Sierra and Bo and Hope, but not only Bo and Hope. There are shades of Jack and Jennifer in there. And there are yeah, shades Steve of Steve and Kayla. Exactly. Yep. Um and that's that keeps the um let me say this politely, the the long time, you know, day one die hard ride or die ladies that have been munching bonbons since you know, for 55 years now, that keeps them that keeps them happy and satisfied and it titillates us and it reminds us oh my god, when I was four years old I remember when Hope first got on the motorcycle and what a scandal that was. You know, when mm-hmm. forward, now her daughter is driving the motorcycle. Her, her daughter is straddling it like it's a lover. Um, yeah. And that's <laughs> That's taking homage to history, and it's also exciting. It's also exciting in a new and, and, and fresh way.
2: You know, you had
0: an extremely well-done possible suicide storyline last Christmas that is not forgotten. It's not mentioned once in, in, the, in the next five years. It's layered into life of this is what the other soaps need to kind of remember. Also, you can't forget life events that have happened to these characters and expect us and expect us to want to to roll with what you're trying to roll out now. They came from something. We came right through with them. So you know, Jason hit them mark in every single every every single check, checklist. You know, on the every single point on the checklist, they they're hitting them mark. Having said that though, this is definitely a recap show as well. So let's kinda let's um, let's bring it back to storyline for a second. Um obviously, you know, Xander and um and Leo are are igniting
1: and they're getting almost as much
0: buzz, if not just as much buzz as Ben and Sierra, which is phenomenal for you know, a game for play storyline. Um but we've also got we've also got Stefan and Leo, both getting out of their respective legal troubles. So now that prompted Melinda to resign. There are now going to be three hats in the mayoral candidate candidacy race, or three that we know of as of now. Um, I, would be, um, I would be so ardent if another player, and I'm sure you all guys can imagine who I'm thinking of, would throw their hat in the race.
2: We have
0: the we have the idea that it's a possible someone finding out that Eve stole the notebook with the serum in it. So there is definitely a possible end to Jack's amnesia, but we all know they're going to play this for everything it's worth. They're going to be. Yeah. And, and God bless. Honestly, when, when I heard Matthew Ashford saying that, you know, this is going go, to go on for a while, I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. Please don't do what I think you're going to do. And they haven't. They're playing the beat so damn well. Um, You have a triangle that's now turned into quadrangle with Leo, Will, Sonny, um, and now possibly Xander will find out who he's truly supposed to have been all this time.
4: You have another triangle
0: that's going to be just as explosive because Eric is about to do to Rex what Brady did to him.
1: And... Mm
2: -hmm
0: it's really nice that it was layered as well as it was that he absolutely recognizes it and, and almost spoke and basically spoke on it. You know, it's not, it's not sanctimonious in any way, shape, or form. What else am I leaving out? Um, oh, okay. there's, gonna,
1: there's a tri- triangle with uh, Ted and Hope and Race. Did anyone yes. see it today? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, although I I'd don't like, agree I'd with like, sending like,
0: Grace to Europe to, to be with yeah. Sammy and the kids, especially She's since out. Lucas is there. Um, like, what you know, what is this going to be, mass, mass exodus to, to, to Europe? Because, I mean, seriously, you, you know, that's like Grandma's attic up on, up on um, you know, Grandma Audrey's attic up on General Hospital. Okay, we're not going to see for a little while, put you up in the attic. Um, but other than that, you know, they're definitely setting the beats for a nice storyline there. And Casey... Candace, David, Carolyn, I'd love to know if you think what I think on Little Miss Mercy.
3: I have
0: a feeling that Days is stepping into their transgender storyline, um, that we're going to find out that um, Chick wants had and I won't say the word because we're on air, and that maybe something along the lines of the big secret is not that she's transgender so much, but maybe her strict... Chinese-American family couldn't accept it. (laughs) Maybe they're on the run or possibly they're they're covering up an accidental murder of a patriarchal figure because she lost her patriarchal member. (laughs) Any
3: thoughts? I do think she has a secret. I do I I I'm pretty sure she has a secret. It it might not be as explosive as that, but well okay. Um <laughs> I don't I don't know yeah, I think she's connected to somebody that's already been on the show. Again, mm. this is where you got to your history your history lesson of days because and I'm noticing that <laughs> is that they always bring a character that, you know, we don't really know too well, but then later on they'll throw some more clues, and then there's the big reveal, like, oh, like, oh, that's what she's related to. Like, oh, my God. I kind of see Days doing that. Like, Days is always, between both and Days, they do that. They always, like, drop the bomb, like, oh, my God, like, can't believe, like, let me call y'all up, like, can y'all believe she's related to such and such? Oh, my God, okay, i you later. I just, I just have yeah. to say my
0: secondary idea on this real quick is that actually somehow back in the day, Stefano actually had a little dim sum with some sum, and Melinda is actually <laughs> his daughter and the next bitch to the floor, Tamara. And if somebody, Carolyn or Casey, can re- refresh me, because uh, this came up in my, on my blog this week, what happened to Stefano's first wife? She was in the wheelchair. They sent her away to rehab, but I don't think they ever actually killed her off, did they?
5: Oh, God, that's so long yeah. ago. Uh, I don't, uh, Tony's yeah. mother, you mean, right? Yeah. Tony's mother, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, guys, oh God. It? The actress really passed away.
0: I know hey. she did, but I think that's the storyline that dangles, and they never actually addressed it on screen. And the reason I say that is because we need, we need a strong DeMera. I'd love it to be trash, um, but it would also be awesome if somebody like Miss um, Susan Lucci came back as the reformed, refreshed Stefano's first wife, bringing along maybe somebody like Lisa Peluso as her unknown Demara daughter and just rocked the canvas. Like, I'm sorry. I'm digressing so far Go, let's go dead. back to Melinda. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to Melinda
5: and her sister, and and your thoughts oh, on that, David. Uh, well, my my first thought on it was that um she's DACA. Oh. Yeah,
1: no. yeah. No. No. All right. Casey, because Melinda,
5: Melinda is doesn't want anything to do with her, and that and if they find out. That she's undocumented alien, but I, I swear I heard it that she mm-hmm. said that 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 could hurt her career, so that's why she doesn't want her living with her. Oh,
4: I missed
0: that. Okay,
4: Casey, my man, I
0: know you're chomping at the bit. What do you got
4: to say? Yep. So Stefano's first wife did die in the plane crash. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, you know, hey, this is Days of Our Lives. That was a plane crash, you all know. There
0: Pretty
4: much. No
0: so, yeah, no. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, the unless the head is literally in a separate casket, I don't believe anybody's dead.
4: <laughs> the only plane crash that ever ended anybody on a soap opera was Grandpa Sean when he gave his oxygen a bow. okay? So, I am not out there.
0: Carolyn Queen?
2: Um...
1: I'm I heard I heard I'm I'm gonna bring in something else. I heard um uh Sierra really has been kidnapped. Has anyone heard that? I have,
0: yeah. yeah. I heard that that is, too. That's an actual storyline. They are going to recreate South Africa from what I heard.
2: Mm, okay. So
1: who's who's her kidnapper? Oof. Is he
5: on the deck? Deck it yeah. Well, you
4: know, she's going to ask uh, Jordan to help get her to safety. So I don't know what's going on there, but apparently it plays into Jordan's return.
1: Oh, yeah. hmm Oh. Ah. There, okay. Hmm. That's how they're going to fit that in. Okay. Yep. Thanks, guys. <laughs>
0: Okay, and Jace, if anyone of the powers that be are listening, and we know you sneak listen, um, y'all dropped the ball quite a few years ago twice with um, Miss Natalia Livingston as um, Nicole's sister.
3: So, mm-hmm. and
2: so
0: please don't do it again. If the rumors are true and you are um, talking with Natalia and, and bringing her back,
3: give her
0: story to play. Because she was phenomenal on the last runs. And um, you know, yeah. Um I don't know if with uh with the Stefan Change that's gonna be scrapped, but let's hope. Um they're still gonna br- they're still gonna bring her on. I don't know, guys. Anything else days wise before we
2: move on?
4: Well, yeah, um I would like to congratulate real quick the uh nineteen actors who were pre nominated at Days of Our Lives for Daytime Emmy oh, Awards. Oh um, god, yes, so- yes. Yes. Congratulations to Marcy Miller, Tyler Christopher, Billy Flynn, Greg Hogan, Stephen Nichols, Cassie Depaiva, Lindsay Godfrey, Martha Madison, Sal Sowers, Eric Martoff, Greg Rickhart, Christopher Sean, uh, Olivia Rose-Hugan, Victoria Conopel, Lucas Adams, Tyler Pettis, Philip Anthony Rodriguez, Kate Nancy, and Thay O'Honglet.
0: The only thing that bothers me about that list is the fact that Stacey Hydock was not um, yeah. was not given. Uh,
1: yes, uh, no. I know. I'm not that off. category. Oh no, no I no, no, wanted that no, no. performance.
5: Nope,
3: she is nowhere. She
0: is nowhere, I, and that is a damn shame.
4: She, she came the thing. in no. and no. took it. She could have submitted on guest performers since they've changed the rules. And um,
1: mm-hmm.
4: I'm proud mm-hmm. about that.
3: This is the thing. There was five, I counted five people on Lives that should have been, I don't know if they submitted or not, but the first person that I thought about was Deidre Hall, Stacey uh, Haldub, yes. um, um, shoot, I can't even think, Lamar, Um, you know, the one that plays Eli. Yeah, I was thinking of him. I I was like Alice and Sweeney since they changed the rule. Um But wait
4: by big the biggest snub. Okay. Where is Camila Bas? I
3: was about yeah. to say, Case. I was about to say it. Biggest I, I don't
2: snub.
0: I don't okay, understand so.
3: why why. Why?
0: I wanna address something with Deidre Hall. There's a there's a big Um, divide out there with people with Deidre Hall. And a lot of people feel like she's only as strong as who she plays with. So that some scenes are phenomenal and some scenes are like she's phoning it in. And I think Deidre Hall wants to avoid the Erica Kane syndrome. And so she only submits when she knows she's got powerhouse. Um,
3: Okay. But her as her, as, as, um, oh, shoot, Maddie, Maddie, that, that did it for me was her playing, you know, that, you know, yeah I think she should have got something for that. I, I don't, I mean, I see what you're saying because there's been plenty of times where I saw Adijah Hall had a great year. Why, you know, why doesn't she submit? And I understand that and I respect her for it, but at the same time, 2018, not Malena per se, but her playing her, her, her alike, Maddie, I, Hattie. I think she should have. I, But like I said, I respect it, you know. I just think she should have been on that. Well,
4: no, I totally agree with you. But I do think because of she, I think she really believes more in letting the people around her get the Emmy love. You know what I mean? Because she's yeah. like, Deidre Hall yeah. knows that built days of our lives from the ground up. I'm sorry, she did. Deirdre she's Hall had a Lachlia.
0: Absolutely.
4: She's right. had a Lachlia of That's- the hmm Deidre Hall is what Susan Lucci was to all my children. Um, and so I think Deidre Hall is comfortable with just knowing that she's the forever queen of day and letting everybody around her get the Emmy love. I just wish she would have gotten at least a nomination, because Candice, you're right, her work as Patty and even as Marlena was fabulous. Um, yeah. But, you know, we'll just see what happens in the future, because days is renewed, so we'll get even more Emmy nominations next year. So we'll see what happens.
0: Well, let's move on to Bold and the Beautiful, and before we dive into it, Casey, do you have a list of, of who's... um nominated for both
4: yes i do so bold uh uh, (laughs) bold and beautiful picked up a total of 13 actor pre-noms um and they are heather Tom, of course jackson mckinnis wood scott clifton of course (laughs) <laughs> they didn't get any in Supporting Actress, but they continued in Supporting Actor with Darren Brooks and Aaron D. Spears, and then Younger Actress, uh, Kiara Barnes and Nia So, and then Younger Actor, um, Adam Bradley, and then Guest Performer, they picked up a lot, most out of anybody, uh, Wayne Brady, Monica Haran, Jeremy Ray Valdez, Danny Woodburn, and my girl Hunter Tyler. Okay. So, to those actors at the Bold Beautiful.
3: Well,
0: the only thing that I would like to shout out very, very loudly is I'm very, very sorry that at least in prenum, um, Rena Sofer... And um, um Allie Mills weren't um weren't um, um addressed. Um especially out al- Go ahead especially Casey
4: Especially Allie Mills. I am so upset to not see her on this list.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, you know, I, I'm actually kind of glad not to see John McCook. This was not a year <laughs> where he had where he had powerhouse. So I'm glad we're not going to have that discussion later on um, a, a few months from now. Um, but uh, yeah, Allie Mills is, is, is a glaring exception, just like Stacey Haddock is a glaring exception from days.
4: Yes, totally agree. Totally agree.
0: Um, I think Jacqueline McGinnis, um, without a doubt, has had a phenomenal year. Whether we like the storylines or not, um, she's really brought it home every single time. Um, You know, you take a look at at her scenes at the demise of her and Liam versus, let's just say, someone possibly getting a new puppy, and you know what acting is all about.
5: Mm
2: -hmm.
5: I love the new puppy.
0: I cried. During that puppy scene, but it wasn't. It wasn't because I was feeling the emotions or
3: the emotions they wanted
0: me to feel. I was
2: crying
3: because I felt bad for the puppy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I felt bad for the puppy. Now, I love me some Sally Spectra. And I just want to say also, you know, Patrika Darbo, I don't think deserved it. Or this? Well, actually, it would be this year. Yeah, Patricia Darbo also, um, you know, really came. I mean, when she said, "Honey, stop worrying about stuffing your hoo ha. It's time to stuff your wallet." That is the best soap line I have heard in about five years, oh, and she God. delivered it <laughs> so perfectly that I, I was. Um,
4: I have to say, I was a little shocked not to see Don Diamond's name here um, in lead act. Um. I was kind of thinking that he would be the one. Of course, Scott Clifton is the Heather Tom, that He'll always be there, pre-nomination, nomination, whatever. But I was kind of shocked and sad not Don Diamond. You know, I think Don falls in the same category as
0: as um, Deidre Hall. Don does yeah. his job and goes home. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. back in the day, he had a little bit of a bad boy, you know, streak when he was, you know, first hitting his height of YNR, you know, fame. Um, But he got married, he, you know, he created a family and he does his job and goes home. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think he also, you know, he's, he's one of the ones, you know, when you, when you listen to cast interviews. They'll all tell you, you know, he's the one that, this is a great team, let's run lines, that, you know, he's the one that's giving a, well, they, you know, they say that about John McCook as well. Um, You know, he's really interested in pushing the next generation forward. So that yeah. might be, you know, he may not have submitted himself either. And he had a better year. You're absolutely right. Wayne Brady, I'm sorry. But if he makes it to the actual nomination round, I'm going to be really pissed off.
4: But here's the thing. I'm not going to be pissed because as a guest performer, and of course they're going to nominate somebody who's on primetime and has a hit game show on CBS. And I think he was nominated by the network, which happens sometimes when it comes to these guest performers. True. Um, sure. so, so yeah, I'm not mad that Wayne Brady got a nomination because it was kind of predictable that it was going to happen.
0: Well, you know, it's time to shake the status quo. It,
4: it really is.
2: David, well, you're... All, um...
4: At the end of the day, he was a, a guest star. And, you know, Wayne Brady is a huge...
5: Uh, draw yeah. Yeah. He has a, yeah he's a draw And he's easy to get because yeah. he's part of the CBS family
4: mm-hmm. uh-huh. and, and You know It is crazy to hear me say this Because they're on the same network Bold and Beautiful must let's make a deal But he is A draw for the Bold and the Beautiful You know and it's great promotion And so at the end of the day He is a great guest star to put up in the guest performer category. Now, I would have freaked out if he got like a supporting actor for you, But <laughs> if, if, if guest performer, I'm not mad. And I think that it was good to submit him um, because it would be a real easy Emmy get. And both haven't gotten a lot of Emmy love um, in recent years. Um, so I think this is a real easy Emmy for them to pick up. <laughs> well, before
0: we go into recapping, I do want to say that our, our wish, most of our wish, has uh, been granted. Bolt is in talks with um, Kimberlyn Brown again uh, for another limited run. So hopefully they have learned their lesson. And when Ms. Sheila, if Michelle Sheila Carter comes back on Canvas. We see Miss Sheila Carter the way we're used to seeing Miss Sheila Carter, and not serving mozzarella sticks
4: it, 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 up in <laughs> up in
0: the diner slash bar. Uh, I, I mean,
4: seriously. I was uh, meant to reveal that Sheila has been lacing the breadsticks with some laxatives <laughs> because that kicked off the whole story. See, that's what Sheila Carter. I know Sheila Carter be up there lacing it with some laxatives. in She gonna make all of L.A. shit the bed. There you go. Oh. oh, you have a
0: delivery for Forester Creations? I-, I need to make sure that it's perfect.
4: Let me take that back
0: into the kitchen for a minute. Uh huh.
4: Mm-hmm. There you go. She going to jack that syringe and some cheesy bread and do that back. Fade the black with bold and Beautiful episode 8,000 something. There you go. There's the story. Oh, my God. <laughs> So
0: we all know what's going on with Hope and her supposedly dead baby um i as much as it is a recycled storyline it is fresh in the way they're presenting it um you know Steffi is gonna is looking to adopt the baby that you know is rightfully hope and Liams um that's gonna be. You know, they, they did they they, they did, I'm gonna take back a statement I said on our last show. They did set up a wealth of storyline um for that eight thousandth episode. Again, not exactly what I would have chosen. I would have celebrated more rather than made us, you know, cry in horrific. It. But um Okay. Um they also um, I was told by a bold and beautiful insider that Thorne, although Ingo Rotmacher is going off canvas, the character of Thorne will not be off canvas very long. I don't know what that means. I wasn't given any more information, but
5: um Casey you be mentioned great. that on an earlier you mentioned that earlier someplace else I remember. Um Yeah. I remember hearing that. Yeah, Casey brought that up earlier, but I
4: can't remember where though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think that was. Um, was that our last show? I think it was before
5: the last show, probably. I don't think it was but, yeah, mentioned on the yeah. show.
4: Oh no, it wasn't. We talked about it. See, y'all maybe we chat a lot. Facebook yeah, we. we, 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 we... Our... But uh, yeah, I think it was mentioned in our little chat about it um, about yeah. the show. But yeah, he's right. Thorn is not somebody who is just disappearing, or International, um, or going to live in that hotel with Sally Spectra. Uh, one time. <laughs> he, he's on the canvas. Uh, it may just not be Ingo Rodemacher, which I have to say even though I love Ingo, y'all know I do it um, never fed. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that Point seven percent may not be him that's going to carry on that role um, and that's mostly due you know, that's just due to the life Ingo is living right now, you know, he is living his best life with his beautiful family, and building that property in her, Hawaii and everything else. So, ingo has got too much going on right now. Um, and, you know, that's fine. Go on and live your best life. Just don't live it on the bold and the beautiful. That's, in Forrester.
1: that's all I'm saying.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: General Hospital- I'm
1: say it
3: again. Say it again. <laughs> For General Hospital. Mm. Wait, who said that? Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Candy calling. is that you? Oh, my God. Hi. Hello, everybody. Calling from Springfield. Hi. <laughs>
2: hi, hey. hey, everybody.
5: Candace. Oh, hi, Lizzie. She's like... <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I know, Candace, you're not for
2: there. Anthony, carry on.
0: <laughs> well, David... What are you loving and hating about Bold right now?
5: Oh, I I hope that Baby Story doesn't take a year. Okay. Or more. Um, I I just don't – I think we've seen uh, a collective bunch of Baby Stories through the years, I mean, we already got one going on and one soap that I can't wait for it it to end, and we'll get to that later. Um, I I just don't want another baby story or a baby switch story.
4: Yeah, and David, I I agree with you to some extent, but at the same time, I do see, like, how this story is truly resetting the show. And I didn't notice it until they did the baby's memorial service at the Forrester Mansion. Yeah. Um, like, involved for every character. I mean, when Brad said his run of the mill interview answer of,
5: oh, yeah, the story will affect the Forresters, the Princess,
4: the Avons, uh, Usher Raymond, uh, Amber, you know, he <laughs> gives the same interview
2: <laughs> 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 every
4: day. At least he didn't say, oh, all Kelly. <laughs> trapped in the closet Uh, but anyway (laughs) (laughs) this story really is affecting everybody I feel like Angela Forrester is going to rise up from the grave and say hey y'all oh the lord it it is impacting everybody I'm really impressed with the layers and the stakes to this story truly Mm Mm-hmm.
5: yeah
0: I just I think I just want to
5: give a shout a
0: out. Yeah. Go ahead. I just want to give a shout out to to the fact that it has been done it has been done a hundred times over the the history of Soaks. Um he definitely is feeling
4: fresh in the way it, it, it's it's laid out. I mean yep, we have seen a baby caper impact the show so much since All My Children One Life to Live. I mean, really. Because every single character on the canvas has a stake in this. From the intern, especially the intern, so all the way to Hope. I mean, this has an impact on everybody, and I love um, that Taylor finally has a love interest, but it's a little tainted by this. Now, let me tell you, my Taylor Hayes would have known that that baby was another close. She would have known that that was Hope, Logan's child, but I'm going to let it slide. Me I'm too. Yeah. The, the story's okay, and it's still B&B is doing good.
3: Because, you know, with
4: these stories, and with any story that impacts this big of the canvas, you do have to let some stupid things slide and that's just one of the things I'm going to have to let slide. Um, but other than that, I'm loving Bold right now and Days is my number one, but let me tell you Bold is my number two right now. Hmm.
0: Candace, you've been um, you've been very patient. Come on,
3: girl. <laughs> Come on, thing. girl. For all those, here, here's the thing. I'm going to have to say this to everybody who says that they don't want this to be a A long story. I'm going to tell you something. Bold and Beautiful has probably one of the best stories for right now and for the future if the show keeps being renewed. And for the soap fans, especially for particular soap, all I got to say is think about when Philip found out he wasn't a Spalding. Y'all remember that? (laughs) On Light when (laughs) Philip found out he wasn't a Spalding. You can think about that, that, you know, Phoebe Forrester, yeah, at age 18 or something, somebody comes and says, oh, by the way, you're not really Stocky Forrester's daughter. Like, something like to that gratitude, because you're going to have to have hope. I want hope to have a breakdown. You have to have Liam have some kind of, like, it's going to affect, and I'm hoping, as a soap fan who watched Lifetime movies, that it Mm plays out this way. Because I don't want it to be like six months later we find out the baby is hopes and everything is hunky dory. No, we're going to need you know we need Carter, okay? He's a lawyer, okay? Yeah, I know he ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. I know, but you're going to need some investigation because this has something. You said fresh. We have a um, underground adoption, okay? This is not a legit. This is, like, black market, okay? When's the last time we heard about black market? Like, really, on a soap, right?
4: I and told you, you gotta... that Primrose prim DeVille needs to be up in this yep. story. They need it. get exactly. Rose's daughter.
3: I mean, mm. even and that would be, like, going back into history. And not only that, again, yeah. long-time Bold and Beautiful fans remember when Taylor Staffy was dead, and it was really Morgan. Yes. But... You know, it... It... Yeah, it's like in certain things that you need to put two and two together. Because here's another thing: both can twist. We already got Reese told Flow about it. So, what is Flow going to get? Well, because we know He's yeah, Going well, with the Flow. The, I right. tell you what, though, I really at,
4: like that Flow. I really like Flow.
1: Mm-hmm. I like Flow
4: too. Yeah, I, I yeah. hope that there's more story for her. Um, mm-hmm. going, yeah. yeah. I was yeah, like, oh, I like it's this story. Somebody auditioned for the role of Hope,
3: <laughs> right? But I'm like, right now, you know what, bold, you, Brett, look, Brett, Brett, you're the son of William J. Bell and Lee Phillip Bell. Okay, come through, because you got a lot of people who are kind of investing in this storyline, but don't make mistakes. I think that's yeah. the bottom line. Don't make no mistakes. Make this must-see. Yes, people are, are like I said earlier, Liam, Hope, and Steffi. Okay, everybody's going to sing inside of that. But those are your three leads for the future of Bold and Beautiful. Let's be real. Okay? A child you know, thinking that Steffi is the – oh, my God. That's oh, so But be see, good.
0: you know – I'd like to throw this into the mix, though, because there's so much dangling both in the beautiful history that's just not touched on at all anymore, ever. Um, I I mean, you know, there is a character called Felicia that I think is mentioned maybe twice a year. Um, Not that I'm saying bring her back right now, but it's just an example that everyone knows, you know. And then there's the biggest plot point ever that's thrown up once in a blue moon. I love Steffi. To get some you know out of the blue you know Sam kind of emails, and then suddenly you know they bring back the whole history of ridge is actually not a forester, oh yeah, you know there are a bunch of legitimate foresters that are tracing all over the world, not a single one of them wants a piece of the forester pie. Bring one of them back with some info and some you know a grand old scheme on how to take. How to take Forest to back.
4: You know. Well that's just my own you know, personal I, opinion. I really want Brad because right now what's going on is old school, bold and beautiful, where everything ties together for everybody. The main story affects everybody. And so I want Brad to keep doing stories like Anthony just mentioned, keep doing stories he's doing right now. Just pick a main story. Have yes. it affect everybody. And, and have it like not
0: be, and have it not be, my brother just slept with my ex-wife, who I want to be my wife again, oh shit, she's sleeping with my father, you know, have it be something of me,
2: something where everybody
0: can get involved rather than saying, you should be with him, not not him, you should be with her, not her, you know, have it be something where they all have to unite and fight, or they all have to unite and, and stand tall, or this storyline is definitely showing that Bold has what it takes to unite the Kansas in something other than, who is Katie going to sleep with now?
3: But there ain't nobody left. There ain't nobody left for Katie. <laughs> There's
4: nobody left. <laughs> awesome if Brad, like for the rest of B&B's, and I'm going to say this, long life, because we want that show on forever, but as long as it's on, wouldn't it be awesome if he did one big story like Hope's Baby thing, like something Anthony just mentioned, one big story each year that affected yeah. the whole canvas and that trickled down with great umbrella stories? That could really reset Bold and Beautiful and really make the ratings strong again.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Anybody has any final bold in the beautiful words? Mm-hmm. No, I
5: think we uh-huh. covered it.
4: Yeah. yeah, let's move on.
0: Okay, well I'm just going to say, you know what? Next year the puppy definitely needs to be in in um guest performer category.
2: You know, you know what? what? I agree <laughs>
0: there. The fact that he made it through that or she made it through that scene, you know, that that puppy needs that puppy needs to um, I would like to say before we jump into the Young and the Reckless, I do believe that the Emmys are lacking a couple of categories. Um, they should have they should have a couple of categories that nod to the comedic, that every show has a comedic beat. They're different in, in the nature of them. They should have a nod to that. They should have a nod to uh, The Biggest Surprise. Um, but that's just me. Now we will go over to Genoa City. Um... Oh Lord, do I have stuff to say? But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to Candace and Casey first because this is this is day baby, this is day baby. Yeah,
3: we're the ride or die chicks of the Young and the yes, Restless. Y'all are, yeah. you know, leading 21 pre nominations, including Sharon Case, Holly Davidson, Emilia Hentley, um, Jason Thompson, Eric Braden, Peter Peter Bergman, um, Cameron Grimes, Stephanie Lynn, Michelle Morgan. Brighton James, Sad Lockenberg, all the kids on the show. <laughs> you got Sasha, you got the young lady that plays Faith, Kay Fairbanks, Cameron Haim, Le- Lexi Stevens, Noah Gerald, uh, and I'm talking wrong here, Tristan, um, the one that plays Fenmore, and surprise, this is a surprise, special guest, uh, Daniel Hall, a.k.a. Sky, and Kelly Krug, who plays Mack.
5: Okay.
3: And was there anything? Yeah. Because <laughs> we didn't get in the way for, for um, gas. No, we didn't. Well, for like, you know, <laughs> what
0: we did.
1: For,
3: you
0: know. I'm sorry. There are two names that I did not
3: hear. So
0: tell me, please tell me I'm wrong because I didn't, I only looked at um Days and General Hospital. So please tell me I'm wrong. I, I didn't hear um Miss M- Beth. And I didn't oh. hear Miss Irene.
2: Woo.
0: Please tell They're me there. how
3: long. They're there. Okay, okay. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, <laughs> oh, no, you yo, yo, no. Darn good and well to Soap Jesus, that Eileen Davidson. Can I get an amen? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> she was definitely going to be up in that, and Beth is definitely up there for supporting. Um, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, 21 pre-nominations. I was trying to think if they – they didn't have, you know, anybody out, was anybody left out. And I did come up with two people. And, Casey, I don't know if you feel the same way I do, but I got to make this note. Here's the thing. As much as we all did not like the Hillary storyline, let's be real for a second, this is pretty much between this storyline and the Ashley storyline, and the mm-hmm. domestic abuse. These were the three stories that really showed the acting. I think Crystal Khalil should have got something. Yes. For pre-nomination. And yeah. I know he is probably under the same category as Deidre <laughs> Hall, but Daniel Goddard also deserves something as well. Um, I'm even going to say this, Hunter King. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. I, I don't like Andrew, the character, but uh, yeah. Yeah.
4: You know, I, I mean. Uh, of Summer Arcane, but they, I mean, and I'm not really a big fan of Hunter. I think she's a great actress. Just for me, she doesn't work. Um, mm-hmm. But I really think she should have gotten something, even if it was just a pre-knob. Um, and same for Daniel Goddard. I totally agree with you.
3: Yeah. And I mean, mention Gina Tolioni because Gina is just amazing. All so. right. I
4: was the same thing. I was like, where are Gina and Melody?
3: And I know Melody, right, and Melody.
4: Is, uh, yeah, like where is Melody Thomas to the damn stop? I was very, very happy to see Eric Braden on here um, because, and I know this was a couple years back now, but he was totally robbed when he did not get even a pre-nom, Um when Victor went through that whole trial stuff and being shot yeah. uh, by ward and all that stuff so i'm really glad to see that the academy redeemed that and gave him something this year but where is melody's god oh, what is she gonna have I, to do she's gonna, I mean, she gonna have to, she's gonna gonna have to give birth to an alien she's gonna have Does to have, have
0: an me? alien rip out of her stomach to get the no. recognition she deserves
3: but you know what's crazy? Like, I was literally one of, anybody who knows me knows this, today's my, like, my Christmas Eve, because I like the, going into the daytime Emmy season. Y'all know me. And I was thinking, I was like, each of the lead nominees, they they were the star of their storyline. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. And
3: I was like, with Melody, I was like, dang, where could she have been in? Would it have been lead or supporting? And if it was supporting, then who out of the three, would have been bumped out. It's kind of one of those things where I'm just like, damn, like Young and Restless, you did good. You really did good, but Dad, I I was like,
4: I will say, for me, Young and Restless has the least like shockers in terms of who was snubbed, and that usually happens. Young and Restless is usually really good about getting just about all their major players Mm -hmm. in there, but the biggest the biggest shocker to me was no Michael Mueller.
3: Um, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, in supporting. Yeah. Not okay, even not under newcomer. With...
4: I mean, oh, younger what?
0: actor. Um, nope. No, I don't I think, think he fits the younger actor, but um, he he should have at least gotten the prenom for for supporting.
4: Yeah. yeah, at least, yeah. Um, I mean, Supporting. he was my big, like... Candace, is
3: Jason yes. Thompson on that list? Yes, he is. He is in lead.
4: Okay,
3: okay, cool. Yeah. Is good, and, is. and here's the thing, the final, nominees come, the final nominations comes out March 20th. And I literally, this tells you how big of a show fan I am. I actually started taking bet, okay, with my coworkers, who also watch this. And like we said, we're kind of – it's going to be interesting who makes it to the final ballot because oh, well. with Young and the Rustless, look, Jason Thompson is somebody who should have already had an Emmy under his belt. Yes. And mm-hmm. he's going against two icons of Young and the Rustless. And yeah. that's going to be tough. Like, that – Lead actors, supporting actors, and even supporting actor. Now, the younger actors—they're already—they're pretty much that's it, y'all. That's that's who y'all get it, okay? Cause that's how they do it. Uh, but I'm like, dang, supporting. I'm like, ooh, this is gonna be interesting. But yeah, it's so much. It's drama always on the Young and the Restless. Case in point. <laughs> The cigarette is out. Well, body knows, but I don't know if y'all know or not, but Nikki killed JT. Y'all know that, right? Oh. (laughs) Stop that
0: right now, Oh, my God.
3: This is is GC Buzz exclusive right here on Take Two Radio. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. Yes.
1: Social life.
3: Yes. Yeah. Socialite Nicole Newman, aka Nikki, aka stripper, she told her son Nick, right, that she 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 hit JT, right? Because yeah, yeah, that's a secret. Now everybody knows, right? We think Victor knows too, because he's being very protective. This is how you know the show oh, is changing uh, the writers. Victor, yeah, Victor is love. being really protective of his woman. I about it
4: when Nikki said we didn't have to exchange words he knew that to me like the real Victor and Nicky I literally got shivers when Melody said that yeah. line we didn't yeah. have to exchange words he knew yeah. I mean yeah. that was the young and the restless to me that is nictor. that is the end all be all of this show oh I I just love it. I love um, it all. I and then when she told him, and then
5: when she outright told him, right after she told yep. Nick.
4: Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Yes. This has to be Nicole Newman's last murder because JT is the fourth person <laughs> she has done it. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> is Thank you. Let's
3: see. Hallelujah. Nick
4: is nice. Ryan... Ryan Chamberlain right. ain't got nothing on Nicole to the Newman. Because no. <laughs> <I>
1: mean, <laughs> you want
4: serial killer? Dickie is the best serial killer in the history of soap operas. Okay. She's the first
0: victim yep. serial killer. She's the first victim serial killer. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She has murdered yeah. yep. four people. <laughs> Oh God! No. Love, no, I love the young and the restless. I do. I do through good and bad. I love the young and the restless.
2: <laughs> I want to
0: piggyback on what Candace said before. Um, Jason Thompson, yeah. um, um, Jack, uh, Bergman, and Victor yeah. Newman, uh, Eric Braden. You know, of the three, I have to say, unfortunately, and. Because of everything that went on with the show itself this year, I wish, yeah. I wish things could be different, but Eric Breeden is the third on that list. Um, mm-hmm. it, really, I gotta agree. It, really, it really is a tie between Bergman and Thompson, um, and I, I, I strongly hope that he doesn't lobby too hard to, you know, be vindicated by getting the nomination. And I hope that see you know that the um, longtime voters don't feel like they have to give him the nom um, over Jason, because um, they're not giving it to him over Peter. Peter's gonna be there. We all know it. Um, but I, I, there. But Peter is
4: always. Peter's got six to two daytime Emmy nominations. I mean, Peter is on every damn list. <laughs>
3: The, the crazy thing is, I have I was thinking about that too because you know me, I can automatically you know know which you know scenes from 2018. If I was dumb, I would submit or what the Academy saw. And with Peter, mm-hmm. obviously the whole you know Jack not being an abbot, finding out he is an abbot. That's a de- that's the deadlock right there. Uh huh. Jason mm-hmm. Jason Thompson can use when Billy had when they had the addiction when they had came together for Never Billy's mentioned. addiction. Yeah, his yeah. Interaction, intervention, intervention, intervention. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you take it anyway. And you know, there's stuff. You know, his payback to Nick and Phyllis with Summer with Eric Braden. Look, the man, the myth, the legend. Okay. And I was mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. In 2018, even though he wasn't used as much, there is a certain scene in which he brought his A game. And I wouldn't be surprised if this actually pushed him through to the next round. Do y'all remember when Victor went off on GC Buzz? Yes.
5: Yeah.
3: Oh, you know what?
0: Yes. Oh, Mm -hmm. no, I forgot all about
3: that.
0: Yes, actually.
3: When he confronted Nick, who was pretending to be JT, and I was thinking, I was like, does that hold up to Billy's storyline? And, like, that's going to be – look, Academy – it's me, Candace. How you doing? Um, if you're going to have trouble with this, just do like y'all did with supporting actors last year. Put them all through. Put them all through. Give, us, give, it, give it to us. Give, give us a no uh, category. Yeah, like, just give us. I mean, everybody that's on the list, I'm looking at the list again, they deserve to be there.
4: Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know
0: the, the academy the academy should should change the voting processes. The prenom list should go to an open forum online fan, you know and that means that everybody that votes in the academy can go vote as well. but the prenom list should be open it should be an open forum voting um, and then send our picks
4: to to
0: the actual academy voters. Um, From that point forward. And that would be the most democratic way to do it. Um, I would
3: say yes to that, but also you have slick people out there who knows how to go and, you know, robo-vote and do something to the computers. We now live in that kind of world where... You know, we could say, you know, just okay, we're gonna just play hey, double every right now. Listen,
0: here. if Russia wants to step in and, 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 and put the mustache You're through then maybe the mustache then maybe the mustache just starts to go through. <laughs> oh, god. oh god. You because
2: know, I could see Putin
0: I could see Putin having a little bit of a crush on Mr. Newman. You know, you know what I could see. Get back to you. To the show.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we we do so, not condone Russell's Um but anyway so my, we got the Newman family uh, oh go ahead Casey I'm really interested to see the reels but my thing is, is I think Peter Bergman and Jason Thompson will hurt each other because a lot of their stuff that was Emmy worthy in my opinion is together and I really don't want Mm. to go like oh does this seem more like Peter's reel than Jason or does this seem more like Jason than Peter and I also feel like they're going to hurt each other story wise because we know Jason is going to submit the intervention um, that he beautifully acted out and we know Peter is going to put like (laughs) a minute or two dedicated to where Jack almost fell off the wagon and took pills again. And so I wonder if Peter and Jason are going to hurt each other, but I think that's better say than we see the real. Yeah, Casey, Um,
0: real quick, though, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually puts in his scenes with Eileen Davison and then later on with the family.
4: Um, Yeah, like, I I know. Peter's real already, Peter's real, it will be 10 seconds of him in the movie theater hearing the secret on Dina's documentary, then it's going to cut to black, then it's going to pick up with him and the pills, then it's going to cut to black, then it's going to pick up with him and Eileen. I mean, that's really shot for yeah. shot of what it's going to be. I can see that yeah. already.
3: But yeah. I, wonder I can see if- it differently, though. I, can, what are you I think that I can see him, okay, when he confronts Dina, I can see that as the jump off, okay? Then there's going okay. to be a scene where he talks about what John Abbott meant to him as a father. I can see, like, that mm-hmm. soft, you know, montage. And then I can see where it's revealed that he wasn't an Abbott, and he's like, I'm an Abbott. You know, like, kind of like, to kind of, you know, or something else for that third part of the reel or something like that. Because I do agree that if Jason and him have something that their, their characters intertwine in, it does cancel them out. Okay. At the same time, that's why I said with Jason, he can use either when, you know, they came for Billy or, you know, the whole situation. Like there's some things that he can play with if done right. So that's why I said, like, I personally can see, I'm hoping that, look, me being the person I am, I would put all three through. through. But this <laughs> is the Academy.
4: You know Honestly, I would put everybody through. i will be like, everybody, let's go. I'm going to be honest. But, I think it's going to be a situation like it was three years ago where it's like four people nominated from Y&R and then Jason Thompson. Remember that? I think oh, yeah. Be, yeah. I think it's going to be another one of because I do see Eric, Peter, and Jason all moving. Um, I see Scott going, too. Yeah. I, just just yeah. All right. Yeah. So, let's, you know, just in the
2: interest that.
0: of the show itself, we we, are, yeah. we do need to do the recap. <laughs> um,
3: yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, quickly, so, by the we, we, we,
3: got, we got everybody talking about, you know, the Newman family are united front. Nick is going to find out who is doing this to his mama. Victor told Nick and Victoria, look, we got to stand. We got to protect your mama, you know. And it's something nice to be said about Nick and Victoria. You know, they're being siblings, even though, you know, Nick yeah. sometimes is still a dumbass. You know, and Victoria got her own issues like Kissing Kane. We ain't mm-hmm. on there yet. But so what do you think about this? Because now Phyllis, Phyllis now kind of is feeling a certain type of way. He's, like, telling yeah. Sharon, like, look, they're ganging up on us. So what do y'all think? I mean, do y'all like the Newmans like this coming together, or do you just yeah. like, okay, they're only coming together for this, and then they're going to split up again? Okay. So, I think so. they're coming together
0: right
2: for,
3: a okay. Okay, I'm you right for a while. I'm going jump right in. I'm sorry,
0: because I, I have to say I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, if it turns around on the back end that Victor is somehow doing this to cause the reunion, you know, to mm-hmm. get Nikki, you know, when it all spills, the tea all spills, I'm going to be really pissed off. But I do love this kind of step up. I think that they paid very much attention to the Abbots, the response to the Abbots pulling together um, in their destruction, and they're recreating it in a fresh way with, you know, with the ending of their storyline. So, I, and I have to say this, it, it turns out that Victor is behind all this, I'm going to be really, really pissed off.
1: You know, right, I, will right, right.
5: I will be too. But it would surprise me.
4: Right now, all the Newmans are acting like themselves, and I think that's the strongest point of this story. Is yeah. For the first time in a long time, the Newman characterization is so point. <clears throat> I'm in Heather, Tom, Victoria, and Amelia Hindley right now. And that's because if you write it for her, Amelia will come for that material. I also have to say to Melody Thomas Scott, because let me tell you, everybody credits Kim Zimmer with being the best crier in the industry. Honey, Kim Zimmer graduated from the Melody Thomas Scott industry of crying, because Melody Thomas Scott can drop that tear like nobody's business. And Mm -hmm. she is amazing with the reveal. I am loving Nick. For the first time in a very long time. Uh-huh. Um, because I wasn't a huge fan of Nick last year, and I always love Victor. You know, Victor's my top spot. He could eat somebody rats. He can, you know, bring Patty back to town. I don't care. I love Victor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I will you know, say that, you and, know, and
0: know, honestly, nods to all of them because even Sharon, you know, Sharon, Sharon Case, you know, the versatility of. The flirtation, the, the mystery, the outrage—you know she's bringing her A game too. Yeah, um, and you
4: know what you,
0: you know, and they have her running all over campus right now. And God bless, because I'm a huge, huge Sharon fan. Um, so you know, nods to her, too. And as much as we hate the the kiss, not to, to you know Daniel Goddard and um and Amelia for the subtlety of how it played out too. Not, mm-hmm. not the right word, but you guys get what I mean, right? You yeah, not yeah. underlying you know, content. It, the 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 believability of the storyline was two years ago. However, you know that they gave them, they gave that, you know them to play this. Now they played it to perfection. I, I'm sorry, they did. Um, yeah. You know, story-wise, in recap mode, we do, you know, we saw that Billy did have his little, you know, um, revenge tantrum. slash tantrum moment.
2: Tantrum.
0: Um, there was, yep. in my opinion, and this has been highly debated that online, there was absolutely no reason for him to nope. to go there. Um, however, it's a great and juicy story. So, as much as yep. I hate that he did it, I'm also glad that he did it. Um, and I'm
3: glad you punched him.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, God, yes. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh God.
3: And, and that, But Kane spoke the truth to Billy, saying you did this because Victoria didn't take you back. But, like, Phyllis told Victoria, she didn't take him back. So it's like, Billy, you got some issues, man. You did not have to ke- take a, a jet. You ain't visit her all this time. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to visit just a squid. Like, man, get on face. That's why I was like, well, that was just. Like, Let's also right?
0: remind our listeners and the powers that be at the Young and the Restless that underlying everything with with um, Kane is he's a bad boy. He found yeah. love and he found redemption, but he's a bad boy. That trait yeah. never fully goes away. This is not a Kane that came out of nowhere to those you know younger viewers, viewers newer to the to the scene that don't understand. You know.
2: Yeah.
3: He was a bastard. Pretty much. Was, yeah. You
5: okay, know, guys, Kane we got to go is, to TH. We don't have much time. Oh, all,
3: all right,
4: right. K- Okay, real quick, I'm going to say, real quick, Kane is the bad boy who gets drugged by every new created female character. That's oh my all God, I'm yeah. going to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Pretty much.
3: Yeah. All right, Casey,
4: read out the general yeah. hospital list real quick for us.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. actually,
4: I know Candace wanted to take
3: that away so if it's okay okay general hospital the longest running abc um on currently had a new uh (laughs) opening has 20 pre-nominations including for who's michelle stanford morrow west laura wright (laughs) maurice bernard john lindstrom uh tamra braun vanita the one to play stella person storms yes Yes. Wes Ramsley, Dominic Capera, Um, you see, let me see, from General Hospital for the younger. Okay, you got Eden McCoy, Chloe Lansner, Haley Aaron, w- William Lipton, Gary Stent. I'm probably saying his wrong. Um, the lady that played Nurse Mary Pat got a nod, y'all.
1: Yes, Cassandra Happy James and James her.
3: Reed. Yes, She got a nod, Mary Pat. So that yeah, proves I'm, something, y'all. Y'all Oh, can my do. God. Where is Kathleen Gatty again? Where is Kathleen oh.
0: Gatty again? She could have submitted the scene with the thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I, I've been waiting to say that all day. I've been waiting to say that since, I think, 11 o'clock this morning. Where is Kathleen <laughs> Gatty again? Thank you. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done. One more. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. One more. Where is
3: Kathleen Gatty again? I swear I'm done this time. <laughs> God. You want to get it out one more time?
0: No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, if you're you gonna, yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm ha- somewhat happy that Mary Pat actually got the prenum, But if, you, yes. if you're gonna submit
2: oh. Mary Pat,
3: <laughs> where's Captain John? Uh, Sorry. Uh, I was, <laughs>
2: I'm,
3: I'm taking a prozac. I will oh tell
4: you. Who I, was, I was shocked. The I was supposed to be at the doctor
5: uh, tonight. Not you. <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> uh, but. I was shocked the most by Jennifer James uh, being on the prenom list, not because yeah. I don't love her, but I do. and I love the character of Terry. But I was like, "Why are you on here, girl?" Um, you know, I was just I was confused, and especially I was more confused because she was in guest performer, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Well, why do you submit when you're currently having a long story on the show." I uh, I would right. and I feel. That was more of the network submitting for her. You know, like they did with Jane Elliott a couple years back. Yes. Like yes. they submitted her to get another name in there. Yes. All and just to, to, to get the buzz. Is, absolutely.
3: Yeah. All um, I got to say is, Curse the Storm, go through. Yeah. Please let this girl go through. Seriously. Yes. Hands down. Let her win. Honestly.
5: You, here's some
3: well, I don't know. Questions. I think it might be a tie. <laughs>
5: we're talking for about for nathan's funeral yes.
3: oh my god yes. i mean
5: not even is that, that the really one.
3: i want that i want that real, want that real look listen general hospital when y'all do even for best drama series because i know all four of y'all gonna please pick that and put that in y'all real because early two early 2018 Kirsten delivered some good material yeah. and general yeah. hospital didn't follow through with it. She, she has been here and there and everywhere, but look, yeah. this woman, this young woman who has been in our lives for over 20 years, she deserves some kind of recognition. And I hope she does get the final nomination. I really do. You to get the final. Day. I mean, honestly,
4: Kirsten has such strong material and, I think you're right, Candace. I think there's going to be a tie. Um, yeah. But have Kirsten pick up an Emmy, honestly, because the material was so strong, and she was so powerful. I mean, I cried for the first time in a long time at General yeah. Hospital. Uh-huh. With the rest of us, 2.6 million people were bawling their eyes out. And the
3: highest episode of 2018.
4: Yes, I mean, they need to walk away with an Emmy for Pearson.
0: Yeah. yeah. I do. You know, but on that note, though, I have to say, that's what Michelle Stafford needs to submit as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, You, you know,
1: well, yeah.
0: and we all now, know what Mora West is going to submit, um, and, and we're all waiting for it. Um. Laura Wright, God bless. But if, you know, if you pull it through, it's the hat trick of hat tricks. Um, I love you, honey. But it's you know, there's just material this year that you know. I'm sorry.
4: Um, i asked myself, what is Laura doing on this list? I'm sorry. I've loved Laura. You know, I go I'm back to with candy, guiding light with Cassie, but why is go Laura? Back oh yes, Allie. Mm-hmm.
3: But mm-hmm. why is? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry.
4: Why, why is she here? You really took a spot from another deserving actress just because of your name. I'm sorry. I'm going to call it
3: out. I mean, unless she's submitting the stuff when she went to Ferncliff and whatnot, well, that's the only uh, thing I could think of. That is the only thing I could think of because 2018 was the year that G.H. really needed to redeem their lead stars. Let's let's be real here. It's Laura and Maurice. Maurice because of the all storyline which Max Gale is also nominated for. Laura is probably going to be for when when Carly I was going to say Cassie, Lord Jesus, when Carly went to the <laughs> mental institution or something regarding Morgan. Anybody no, want to no. take a bet on that? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going with Frankliff. Uh, it's got to be. And by the or- way, wait,
0: a minute, real quick,
3: for the recap of General Hospital, Morgan's name was brought up again because <laughs>
4: and here's Morgan loves So I was catching I up on H. I yeah. was catching up on H today um, and the episode I started <laughs> out with was when Ava was propositioned by Ryan to go out of Port Charles and she wanted to see if she could free for extended visits and I paused my television and just went, really, sunny when he said, look, I'm sorry that Kiki's not here anymore, but neither is Morgan because you switched his meds. This... Morgan's <laughs> death is not Ava's fault. Morgan kind of spinning out is Ava's fault, but Morgan's death is not Ava's fault. And I'm so sick of Sonny. And because Sonny... No matter who he makes an enemy out of and no matter the outcome of that enemy spinning out, Sonny will always blame a past enemy who didn't kill somebody in his circle. You know what I mean? He's always going to blame somebody else for his actions. And you know what? If I was Carly, I would team up with Ava and I would go, you know, Sonny, I realize what the hell are you doing, you know?
3: I'm about to break the notches, but Probably should have been done with Sonny's mask before Morgan's death when, hello, she got shot in her freaking head.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sonny yeah. Been done. Grand, that, granted, you know, it's,
3: it's like, <laughs> I don't, I, I mean, look, again, you know, look, like,
4: I'm sorry,
0: I'm going to sum it up for you guys. And it's all about Maurice Bernard's 25th anniversary episode.
2: The okay. General
0: Hospital is going to, oh, and they just repeated the whole thought process, they are always going to redeem him as the mobster with a heart of gold, even though his wife and sons, everybody in his life has been shot, has been kidnapped, has been knifed, has been thrown off balcony. No, I'm sorry, that's Captain I'm... Oops, sorry. Um, but although everybody in his life has been negatively affected multiple times. You know, he he rescued Stone and gave Stone, you know, the life, and he rescued Jason Morgan, and that's so fucking debatable. Oh, my God, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to curse. That's so debatable.
2: He's always going
0: to be the monster with the heart of gold so that no matter what, no matter what history can tell us, there's always a reason and there's always a redemption. And G.H., baby, baby, baby doll, That is so damn old. We are all so tired of it. Even diehard Sunny and Carly fans are tired
2: of
1: it.
4: To tell you the truth, I know that Laura and Mo love their jobs. I know they love the soaps. And I know they love cashing those big fat texts every day. But here's the thing. I think they're even getting tired of it. Because haven't you noticed with each year's past, they're putting in more work than anybody else because it's written mm-hmm. for them more. And they're just, you can see them getting weaker and more tired. You can't have somebody play out in 190-something episodes a year. You just can't because they're getting spread too thin. So I yeah. actually feel more sorry for mm-hmm. the actors because I am seeing them getting very tired of having to That's carry the show. like
3: Lifetime movies. They're doing life now. Life now. What's it going to be? Checking out. What's not?
2: Honestly, you
0: know, general, there's so many directions. Um, I love the Maxi Peter pairing, But, you know, General Hospital could capitalize on Laura and, and Wes and find a reason to pair them up. I'm sure the chemistry would be explosive. You know, years ago, chemistry between Laura Wright and um, Tyler Christopher is Nicholas. They played with it. They played yeah, yeah. with us. And, and then they wanted to go with putting her with Ingo because it would then eventually lead her back to Sonny, which quite honestly, so would Nicholas Nicholas could have eventually led her back to Sonny too. you know they dropped the ball so many times in favor of the super couple that is the dead super couple there's nothing more to play with these two there's no there's no more beats. Oh, if he goes with Margot, I'm never going to, yeah, let me hear you sing that song two years from now. Because you know, when all is said and done, G.H. is going to pair them back up again.
1: Wait, wait,
5: real quick, let's talk about one more. It hugely drop off. One more, because we got to wrap quickly. Alexis and Sonny.
4: Alexis and Sonny would have been so phenomenal. Oh, but- I'm over there. Oh. oh. Oh, God, that is one of my favorite General Hospital stories of all time.
3: Mm.
1: No
4: comment.
3: Yeah. So, wait, uh, before we end, and what did y'all think about Lulu getting stabbed?
5: Loved it! Loved
2: Love. it! I think
5: Finally, everybody likes that on Monday. Yes.
4: I, Finally, I, there I are think... Story. When
0: he said to Hallouma, how stupid are you?
3: I was like, yes, yeah, thank you. Thank I, was you. Like, oh. I think this is the thing that everybody, because with this serial killer storyline, sorry, GH, I'm glad John Lindstrom is getting his recognition and everything, but this was such a slow build story that I was like, okay, y'all killing off day players. Nobody cares. You need to do, like, a look at the show Days of Our Lives. They did it. I know people was talking about the serial killer storyline. But with Lulu, she's an investment towards the fans. She's a legacy character. It plays into the story because Kevin Ryan is connected to Laura. Like, this is where right. it should have been at, like, maybe last month. But now I had some, I had some issues because – my thing is, is that, damn, I was like, oh, sorry. I was like, where's Dante? <laughs> where's Luke? Yeah. Where's like, Like, Laura should have been making some phone calls. <laughs> Olivia is her mother-in-law. Sonny comes off the elevator. Oh, uh, Lulu's been stabbed. Carly's like, yeah, so Lulu, L- L- that's your cousin. Like, to me, I felt as though, even though it was strong for them to have Lulu, you know, to be like, oh, shoot, you know, this is not Kevin, this is Ryan. The follow through with it was like, Oh my goodness. I, I was I'm done. Tell you though,
4: I will tell you it was almost a letdown because is anybody else thinking that this should have been Maxi because of Felicia? No, you know what I, mean? no,
3: I think that's else- gonna be the next one. I think I think if G H look, I'm putting faith in G H y'all. Help me, help me, okay. I do think that Maxi is I think Lulu was a sacrifice. Like, just like a little, like, ha, 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 look what I just did, yep. to the mayor, right? But Max yeah. is the ultimate sacrifice for them to all put two and two together. Because I'm pretty sure Lou, something's going to happen with Lulu that either nobody believes her or she's going to have amnesia. It's a soap opera, folks. Why not? Yep. You know, yeah. something's going to block her memory. <laughs> And I think something's going to happen to Maxie. And either Peter or somebody's going to get hurt. And Maxie's going to be the ultimate sex. I, I come through, GH.
4: My last thought on this is we need one big death. I'm sorry yeah. you do. we do. Yeah. One big death. Because, you know, on days, that's how people started to finally catch on to Ben was after he murdered Will. And I'm not saying go that big. You know, don't. Kill Michael or something, but mm-hmm. kill a Nina. No, kill a Valentine. Kill somebody I'm sorry, big. I'm sorry, but
0: you know what? It, it, it's a sacrifice I don't want to make, but story wise, it would be
5: perfection. Kill Felicia.
0: Kill mm-hmm. Felicia.
5: I, I'm sorry. Okay, we got story. a minute and a half, guys. We got to say goodbye. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay.
3: All
0: right, oh, well, fun. yeah, this has been a great show. Guys, remember what we spoke about at the beginning of the show. Please put some some positive reinforcement out there, too, especially CBS right now. Um, thank you thank for you listening, guys. as always. Check out our pages, all of us. We all have pages. Um, check out Take 2 Radio. There's some great, like I said earlier in the show, some great um, primetime recaps as well. David?
5: Ship your show, everybody, and thank you, and we'll see you on February 7th. night, everybody. Bye. Good night, everybody. Get connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit TakeTwoRadio.com.